No one knows what the future holds, but if a new house is in your future, I can help from a safe distance. I'm Nick Acosta, your downtown expert, and I'm hosting safe and sanitary open houses. Nothing is different except for temperature checks at the door and masks are required, but it still smells like there are fresh baked cookies in the oven. So come on by one of my safe and sanitary open houses and I'll say welcome home from six feet away. This is Home to All, an all-inclusive real estate podcast with your host, Nicholas Acosta. Nick sits down with guests to talk about real estate and how it works. Reach him at downtown.expert on Facebook and Instagram or his website, www.downtown.expert or call or text him at 407-508-8809. Enjoy the episode. And good morning, everybody. This is Nicholas Acosta, host of the podcast, Home to All, an all-inclusive real estate podcast, coming to you today live from St. Petersburg, Florida. Uh, once again, my second time having you on the show, Mr. Mayor Jerry Demings. Welcome to the show again, sir. Hey, thank you, Nick. I'm always uh, uh, enlightened to uh, be part of the show with you. Oh, awesome. And um, so I just wanted to first ask Mr. Demings, uh, since we last talked in June of 2020, I just wanted to kind of get a feel out there of what property values look like for Orange County, Florida. Have they increased or stayed the same since uh, last year? Well, what we're seeing is uh, real estate values are beginning to edge upward. Uh, what realtors are telling me is that they are seeing bidding wars on many of the residential properties that's going up for sale because there's currently a deficit of available uh, homes for sale and the average uh, rental of properties within our community now is um, about 35% uh, of total household income is the average of rental prices. So that creates some challenges here uh, in order, in terms of affordability for many of the people within our community. No, most definitely. Um, yeah, I've, I've noticed that as a real estate broker in Orange County and throughout Florida, uh, we have properties that go on the market within a day to four days being on the market and they're either uh, sold immediate or under contract immediately or they have about 20 or 30 offers on the table as soon as they become on the market for mm-hmm. our current status, which is crazy compared to before the you know pandemic and all that. It was a lot different, but now we're in a different situation. So I agree on that. That's awesome. Yeah, before, when you're in a housing crisis where individuals are paying more than 30% of the total household income for rent that creates some challenges with affordability. Of course, the pandemic has worsened the prospects for many of our residents who were found themselves either unemployed or underemployed. And so we have, uh, the good news is here within Orange County, we have rental assistance uh, programs and dollars available to keep people within their homes. We were the recipients of about $33 million in federal um, American relief funds that is really going to be used to help assist individuals with staying in their homes. Yeah, no, that's, it's definitely, um, it's been crazy. I've noticed, uh, what do you call it? Inflation since we've had this pandemic. And there's, like you said, the shortage of homes, the prices are going up and it's made it a lot more difficult for people to be obtain it. Uh, hopefully that in the future here, it'll change so that more people can get in homes. 
instead of having the struggle that they're having. Most definitely. Um, so, Mr. Mayor, I wanted to ask you this question because I noticed I pay attention. I'm a, a Universal Studios pass holder, and uh, I'm all about Florida tourism. And I was just wondering what your thoughts were after Universal announced the restart of their epic theme park over there in Orlando. Well, that's really good news, I think, for our community. You know, our local economy is about a $75 billion tourism economy. And we took a significant hit uh, with our uh, tourism industry because of the pandemic. But with Universal's announcement of uh, re-engaging with the Epic Universe uh, project, uh, that is a multi-billion dollar project that will create jobs. And what they have pledged is that the uh, minimum wage that they will pay for workers associated uh, as that theme park opens in, in a few years is $15 an hour which is currently the living wage, which is above the uh, $8.25 an hour of minimum wage that we have here within Florida. So I think that's all good news. Now, uh, sometimes people criticize the jobs from the tourism industry and the hospitality and tourism industry, primarily because uh, their service jobs, they tend to pay lower wages, uh, however, uh, along with that comes a number of high-wage jobs because of the engineering, architectural, uh, construction-related jobs, technology uh, jobs associated with that. So we have to take the good with the bad, I guess. Uh, and so I'm looking forward to that. In order to remain competitive uh, across the globe, we have to kind of uh, keep current and refresh uh, the experiences that we offer as a community. And here within our community, uh, pre-pandemic, we had uh, about 72 million or so visitors who were coming to visit us on an annual basis. And so we want to re-engage uh, because of our uh, tourism economy. We're likely going to uh, recover at a faster pace than some other communities. Now, as the mayor of Orange County, I will continue to work with our businesses uh, and our other local governments uh, and state and federal government to further diversify our economy here, where we are investing in high-tech jobs and trying to ensure that we create incentives and a business environment where those types of technology and life science types of businesses uh, will want to move into our area. And that all um, means that we have to focus on the quality of life and the different amenities that we offer as a community. So I'm laser focused on continuing to work towards diversifying our economy. Oh, that's awesome. I just wanted to, on a, a side note, just wanted to let you know that how proud I am of like Orange County, Florida and Florida in general as well. Um, my company that I've started as, since the last time we talked uh, as a real estate broker, uh, my company is actually, I'm part of Nagel Rep, National Association of Gay, Lesbian, Real Estate Professionals. I'm the one of the chapter president, I represent Tampa and St. Pete, but also still kind of Orlando. And they have asked me to be the, what's called the diversity liaison, where I'm focusing on making sure that uh, real estate professionals and other people in the business continue to uh, practice diversity and inclusion in their business practices and that nobody strays away from being equal opportunity for any, anybody out there in the world. So I just want to let you know that. And I'm, Really proud to be doing that there in Orange County. 
Florida as well. Well, Nick, let me just say congratulations to you on uh, your leadership role there within the real estate industry. Uh, we need uh, more leaders who are stepping up to the plate uh, to ensure that we are developing the types of uh, community and state that we all want to be proud to live in. Uh, growth is continuing. People are continuing to move into Central Florida. Uh, Orange County's growth rate is somewhere around about a thousand new residents each week. And uh, that creates opportunities and challenges for us because it puts a lot of pressure on our infrastructure here with transportation and uh, everything with housing. Uh, so we are going to have to really look uh, to improve our transportation network. There's some promising things that's happening there. Of course, you're well aware of the bright line uh, uh, train uh, commuter rail uh, intercity connectivity where uh, they will be connecting Miami to Orlando and then ultimately to Tampa. And then the plans, I think, long term is to then connect Orlando to Jacksonville and then to other places, metropolitan areas around the country. So this is a long term strategy that uh, we've been working on and we'll have to explore uh, what that really means for our community in terms of other business opportunities around uh, wherever those uh, commuter rail, sun rail uh, types of uh, stops are located that will perhaps create a beehive of other real estate activity around those hubs. We do have to do a better job of locating housing closer to where people uh, work. And so when we do that, I think we can cut down on the total cost of transportation. It's more environmentally friendly we have some challenges, obviously, if we continue to just build roads and keep a, a, an individual in an automobile moving back and forward. Uh, that is not the best strategy long term in a growing uh, state and community. No, no, I, can, I completely agree with you, Mr. Mayor. It's, I'm a big advocate about transportation and even uh, coming up in the next few weeks, I'm supposed to have... Mayor Rick Kreisman of St. Petersburg on the show. And I'm going to be talking to him about that here in St. Petersburg. That's been a challenge with getting the rapid bus transit. Uh, but a lot of people in Pinellas County have been resistant against like rail transit. But I'm going to bring that question up to him and keep challenging the city to do that, where we can also maybe connect that bright line you're talking about, or maybe even Sunrail all the way to Pinellas, because it would be an advantage here too. Because we here, just like in Orange County and Pinellas County, we have a lot of cars on the road giving off a lot of emissions and people driving 45 minutes plus to get to their work and I, i'm a very big proponent like you're saying about getting people living closer to where they work so that we can cut down on our our carbon footprint so to speak for sure yeah uh, automation is going to be the wave of the future and we do need mass transit obviously uh with the way our region is working now we do have people who uh, work in uh, the, on the West Coast there in the St. Petersburg, uh, Tampa Bay area who work, uh, live there and work in Orlando and vice versa. So we want to create efficiencies there. Uh, there are a number of uh, investors who are looking at other uh, multimodal options uh, to move people around. Uh, there's one that's similar to uh, what we used to see on the cartoon, the Jetsons, where right. people were in flying automobiles. There's, uh, there's uh, an investment group that is uh, planning uh, really an intercity 
uh, regional transportation uh, hub in which people will fly on these uh, uh, pilotless, uh, I'm going to say, quasi uh, uh, automobiles, uh, airships that will move throughout the region. Uh, and so, you know, there's a lot of promise there about what the innovation looks like for the future ahead. No, no, I completely agree. All the times I drive across I-4, which I was born and raised in Florida, so I've seen I-4 from when I was a kid all the way to now where it's at. And I'll tell you, that's all I would do as a kid in the backseat was dream about having some kind of mass transit, high-efficiency transit system that could take you all the way from the beaches to, to Disney World or Universal or downtown Orlando and then also from Daytona Beach into Orlando that both sides, both coasts, could get to the center of the state pretty rapidly and not have to go through uh, traffic, but also ultimately to cut down on emissions and environmental impact in the region for sure. So our skies can continue to remain clear and not get smoggy or anything like that, you know, for sure. Well, yeah, you see a lot of electric vehicle uh, expansion occurring across the region now where more and more, we're seeing uh, distribution centers where people can uh, plug in and get recharged. And uh, the technology is improving uh, with the electric vehicles now where they are getting more distance out of uh, the batteries uh, within the vehicles. So uh, many of the major uh, automobile manufacturers have announced plans to uh, like Ford has uh, an F-150 uh, pickup truck that's I think coming out. Uh, this fall that is going to be fully electric. Uh, so all of that is uh, we're seeing the world change around us uh, so dynamically. No, most definitely. I agree. Uh, so I just wanted to ask you, I always ask my guests on the show, uh, basically, what is one positive thought that you would like to share with my listeners and viewers today to so they can take home with them today uh, for the rest of the week? Or however long that may be for Well, them. Uh, the last year has been an emotional year for all of us uh, because of the um, consequences uh, related to the pandemic. Uh, but with now vaccines becoming more widely available to the general American public, that signifies something to all of us. It signifies that we are returning to some sense of normalcy as we began to inoculate a greater portion of our society. And so that brings with us good news uh, that I believe that as we look to uh, second quarter, third quarter of 2021, uh, our economy will be firing on all cylinders and we won't be back to 100% where we were pre-pandemic, but I believe that we'll be well on our way at that point and so I'm really looking forward to not wearing masks and not having to socially distance and to re-engage with human beings with that normal human interaction. So I think we have the opportunity to look up uh, as we go into 2022. 2022 should be, in terms of economic uh, prosperity, it should be a much better year for all of us. All right. Awesome. And are just this is just a question I thought of now. Are there any plans for President Joe Biden or Ron DeSantis to come into Orange County to make any announcements anytime soon about the vaccines? Or do you guys know that? Well, that's kind of unknown. You know, usually with presidential visits, uh, 
you get maybe a 24 to uh, 36 hour uh, advance notice if that uh, the governor moves freely throughout Florida. So we never know when any of them are really coming in. But uh, I do believe that uh, Central Florida is very important to the overall economic well-being of the state of Florida because we are the number one tourist destination uh, really in North America and one of the top in the world. Uh, so everybody's going to watch what we're doing with growing area. Uh, so all of that is important as Florida has now become the third most populated state within the, the U.S. Uh, you know, we're going to pay, people are going to pay attention to what goes on here. So our elected officials at all levels have to care about what is going on here in Florida. All right. Most definitely. I agree. All right, Mr. Mayor. Well, once again, I'm so grateful that you, and honored that you were on the second time with me on the show. Um, thank you for doing a phenomenal job there in Orange County, Florida. And as I said earlier, I will continue uh, to advocate for the, uh, you know, fair housing and inclusiveness in my business and help that positive, that energy spill over to my associates like I do every day to remind them how about everybody is equal and also about the transit thing. Like I said, I'm going to speak with this, uh, Mayor Rick Priceman of St. Petersburg Mayor to talk to him about being a proponent for the city to increase our transportation here to get to Orlando, for sure. Well, right. uh, thank you very much. We're going to remain focused on uh, making the world a better place. And uh, I'm just happy to be part of it from uh, the Metro Orlando, Orange County perspective. So. Thank you for having me on the show. I look forward to coming back and talking to you and your listening and viewing audience at some point in the future. All right, Mayor Demi. Thank you very much, sir. Have a good day. You too. Take care. Thank you, sir. This has been Home to All, an all-inclusive real estate podcast. Find Nick on Facebook and Instagram at downtown.expert and also his website, www.downtown.expert or call or text him at 407-508-8809. Thanks for listening. Don't spend hours or days looking for your new home. Let a downtown Central Florida expert guide you. I'm Nicholas Acosta, and I'm here to welcome you home. Being a Florida native, I know how exciting, stylish, and convenient the downtown lifestyle can be. From the nightlife scene in the heart of downtown to the natural beauty of Florida, I'm Nicholas Acosta, and I'm here to welcome you home.